Hello and welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham, a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this week's special episode, we're looking at the latest deal flow predictor from Intralinks. This is based on data from the company's due diligence platform and highlights a number of trends in M&A. I'm joined by Matthew Wells, who's the Vice President of Global Product Marketing and Strategy at SS&C Intralinks, to talk about the findings from the first quarter edition of the deal flow predictor. Hi, Matt. Thanks for joining me today. Glad to be back, Juliana. Thanks for having me. So let's start by looking at an overview of M&A activity globally. The latest deal flow predictor stated that global M&A is predicted to decline in all territories outside of North America, with the Asia-Pacific region potentially seeing a double-digit percentage drop. Can you tell us a bit more about that, please? Sure. I think it's important to look at how we got here first. And since the boom of 2021, we've been seeing downward trends in both value and volume of M&A. These trends have been continuing to slow recently, indicating that the market has actually been picking up steam just a bit. And that's certainly what we've experienced, especially over the last couple of quarters. That being said, on Q3's pre-announced deal flow, we expect Q1 announced deal volume to be flat on a quarter-over-quarter basis. The first half of Q3 seemed to sputter along while the back half gained increasing momentum, which is carried into Q4, with October featuring the highest amount of early stage deals in three out of the four regions that we track. Even with this in mind, we remain optimistic about M&A activity through H1 2024 and don't expect any material declines versus 2023. Sounds good. Thank you. Now, can we talk a bit about the recent IPO uptick towards the end of last year, despite the market remaining volatile, according to the deal flow predictor? Can you give us your views on that, please? Yeah, the IPO market is is an interesting one and definitely remains quite volatile and difficult to predict. I'm not hearing anyone referring to the IPO window as open. Like I mentioned the last time you had me on, the market is still highly selective and really only ripe for companies that are truly worthy of being public. While there are numerous rumored high-profile IPOs, we're not expecting the 2024 headline to be the return of the IPO. In fact, we're expecting only EMEA and LATAM to outperform Q1 2023 in terms of new IPO issuances. Okay, thank you. And let's have a look at another growing trend, restructurings. Now, outside of the Asia-Pacific region, we've seen a material increase in early stage restructurings and also bankruptcy deals, particularly in the EMEA region. Can you tell us a bit more about what's going on with that in each region, just briefly, please? Our data in this area is a bit more speculative, but still predictive, And we are seeing a trend toward increased early stage restructuring activity, particularly in both EMEA and North America on a quarter over quarter basis. Some of this we expect is due to a bit of a lag in the system where many firms were protected coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic and their fates are being ultimately delayed. The longer we stay in an uncertain economic environment with high rates, less companies will be able to hold out hopes of relief. Therefore, therefore, we are predicting 
2024 to be a busier restructuring year than the last couple of years have been. Thanks very much. And so can we look in a bit more detail at the different regions now, please? What's been going on in the Asia-Pacific region and what are the headwinds there? In APAC, the primary market driver from a transaction volume perspective is China. And it's there that we saw the biggest headwinds from factors such as the banking and real estate challenges the region is facing. While the picture is more one of volatility than negativity, we've seen some major swings on a monthly basis in terms of the amount of early stage deal flow coming from the region. Therefore, we are predicting APAC to underperform in Q1 2024 on both a quarter over quarter and Q1 24 versus Q1 23 basis, with the lone bright spot being South Korea, where we've seen some strong indicators that the market will overperform, driven by both the biotech and finance sectors. Great, thank you. And can you outline how that compares to Europe, Middle East and Africa? Because there it's only France, South Africa and Switzerland that have seen positive movements. So what do you expect to see in the EMEA region over the next few months? And how does that compare to the Asia Pacific region? The next couple of months may end up looking like the first couple of months from 2023 for the EMEA region, as we are expecting the market to be flat more or less compared to Q1 2023 from a transaction volume standpoint. It's not all negative, however, as the region did carry strong momentum into Q4, so we anticipate any leveling off or dip to be short-lived. Areas that were particularly soft were retail in France, manufacturing in Germany, and construction in Italy, while telecom in France finance in the Netherlands and engineering in the UK are anticipated to perform quite well. Thank you. And and looking towards the West now to North America, the region experienced peak pre-announced deal flow in August last year, which helped carry the, the whole region into positive territory. Can you talk us through the reserved optimism that the region's experiencing, please? Yeah, I think reserved optimism is a good way to put it. Um, When analyzing the data around pre-announced deals, North America definitely stands out as the only region in positive territory with an overperformed prediction for Q1 2024. We expect to see growth in the volume of transactions in the region somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 10 percent versus Q4 2023. We expect this to continue as the early Q4 numbers continued to look strong seeing the highest regional deal flow since 2021. In the U.S., dealmakers are gaining comfort with a rebound in the equity market, leveling rates, and the expectation of private equity re-emerging, fueling optimism for 2024. From a sector perspective, we're expecting finance, real estate, and tech to lead the way in Q1. And it's certainly a region that everyone will be keeping an eye on with uh, the looming election this year. Absolutely expect that to play a role, no doubt. Okay, and now heading south from North America to the Latin American region. In contrast to Asia Pacific and EMEA, the Latin American region saw an early uplift in the third quarter of last year, but following that was a decline later on. Can you tell us more about the trends in the Latin American region and why the conflict between Venezuela and Guyana could affect the region's largest economy, Brazil, please? For sure. It has been hard to, to nail down a trend. 
as early stage <clears throat> deal activity in the region has been a bit volatile. There's been a general upward trend, however, and we're now seeing that bleed into Q4 as well, invoking uh, optimism for the, the region as a whole. And while the outlook for LATAM is largely flat for Q1, we believe it's an area to keep an eye on for expanded activity in 2024. As you mentioned, there are some geopolitical flare-ups which have now involved Brazil, the region's dominant deal-making country, which is something that we're keeping an eye on, but it hasn't made a material impact on the M&A activity just yet. Last thing, um, sectors driving activity in the region include energy in Argentina, retail in Brazil, and manufacturing in Mexico. Thank you. And just rounding all of that up, can you talk through the potential challenges we can expect to see in the next few months and whether there's a feeling of optimism for the rest of 2024? Yeah, I would say there's definitely a feeling of optimism in the M&A market. However, most of that optimism seems to be focused on the back half of the year after there's an anticipation that rates will stabilize and dealmakers will have a better view on the financing market and the broader economic landscape as a whole. It's been almost two decades since we've seen the M&A market decline for three consecutive years, and the trends in the data don't suggest that that will be happening this year. Given the numerous favorable trends that are emerging, coupled with the amount of corporate cash and private equity dry powder that's been sitting on the sidelines, we're expecting 2024 to be a year that reverses the recent fall in M&A. Matt, good to talk to you. Thanks very much. That was Matthew Wells, Vice President of Global Product Marketing and Strategy at SS&C Intralinks. Thanks for listening to this week's special episode of Dealcast from Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please follow it. And if you're listening through Apple, please rate and review the show. And if you want to find out more about what we've been talking about, have a look at our show notes. Join us again next week. 